see the threes up, you know what they represent. Be real, be righteous, be ready. Be real, be righteous, be ready. Be real, be righteous, be ready. When you see the threes up, you know what they represent. Be real, be righteous, be ready. Be real, be righteous, be ready. Be real, be righteous, be ready. Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know your time is very valuable and you're spending it with me and I appreciate it greatly. Once again, I hope in listening to these podcasts, you are able to grow mind, body, and spirit. And once again, it's all about learning and then teaching and becoming a leader. So I hope that you are doing that as well as you listen to these podcasts. So once again, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube as well. Those links are in the description box. You can always email me any question you want at trueresults303 at gmail or at yahoo.com. We had two more followers on SoundCloud. They did not give themselves a profile name. They just come up under user, but when I click on them, their name does come up. Huyet Doyle and Laura Bloom. Once again, I want to thank you for subscribing to the podcast. Don't forget to share this on your social media. And today we are going to be talking about protein. So I just did a podcast all about carbohydrates. And hopefully that gives you a better look into carb cycling, how many carbohydrates you should be eating a day, and the basics of how your body reacts to a carbohydrate. I didn't go as extensive into that, but we did talk about it briefly. So today is protein. And now we've got to understand that there are two types of protein. We've got animal protein or plant protein. So we'll start first with animal proteins. What are the best types of protein to consume? If you are going for plant protein, or sorry, animal protein. So first it's always going to be we want to have whole foods, right? Whole foods are going to have those vitamins and minerals and some of those other building blocks of life versus if you're just taking a protein shake. I understand if you are exercising, you want those fast absorbing proteins and amino acids, which is fine. But throughout the day, we want to make sure that we are consuming actual food. So the best ones, of course, eggs, beef, chicken, pork, seafood is really great. And then another thing that a lot of people forget about that I hear a lot about in my podcasts are, you know, the uh, organ meats, liver, heart, tongue, those things, things along those lines. Now, of course, for America, it's not something that we eat a lot of. But I'm assuming in a lot of other cultures, it's something that they do. And I think, you know, I've heard best that's kind of what the indigenous tribes do or the Native Americans. 
here in America. It's kind of that concept of not letting anything go to waste, okay? So that's one thing you need to understand. And then, of course, we always want to make sure that we are cycling our foods as well. I don't know if I brought this up when, when discussing carbohydrates on the last podcast, but it's something that we need to do as well. We need to make sure that we are cycling. And that doesn't mean we have to cycle throughout the day, you know, every couple days. It's just making sure at some point in time you, you cycle your food. For me, I do it on a weekly basis because I usually eat the same things throughout that week. So just know that, just because they're going to have different amounts of the amino acids within them. So of course, when we are consuming proteins, the things we want to try and stay away from is anything that is processed. This is usually going to be lunch meat, unless you are completely sure that they used a whole piece of chicken breast, turkey breast, something along those lines, and they actually sliced it themselves for daily meat. So we want to make sure that we are careful not to be consuming processed meats just because, once again, there are these different chemicals in them that gives it the ability to last longer during storage. And turkey was not something that I brought up. Now, this is probably one where you were going to want to be careful in dairy. And I didn't bring up dairy, but you can consume dairy if your body allows for it. Some people, their body disagrees with dairy, so... You know, just be careful, of course, whenever you are deciding on what foods to eat. And another reason why you want to cycle your foods is when I was listening to a podcast about food allergies, the one guy was talking about how he found out when he did a blood test and wanted to see what foods he was allergic to, it was the foods he was consuming the most. So it's another reason why you want to make sure that you are consuming a wide variety of foods just because you want to make sure that you are not creating some imbalance within yourself. And then once again, you know, it's just food is medicine and you need to make sure that you are getting a wide variety. I've heard it said before that ancient times, ancient man had, you know, over a hundred varieties of plants and animals that it consumed yearly versus now modern man we tend to stick within like 30 different species of foods. So once again, it's just making sure that we're getting a wide variety and it's going to help us in the long run with our health, uh, staying healthy and, and being able to fight off bacterias and infections and things like that. We're creating a stronger immune system. Now this is one where I would be careful about and you might want to consider buying organic. And the only reason why I say this is because when toxins are stored in, a, in the body, whether it be human or animal, research is starting to show that that's where, where fat is where these toxins are stored. So, of course, we know animals have fat. Plants don't have fat. You know, not as much anyways. But for animals, this is where they are storing a lot of the toxins within their body when the body is unable to detoxify. So if your body cannot detoxify fast enough, then it will store these toxins within your fat. And this is why sometimes they will also say if you are stuck and unable to lose weight, a detox might help because your body is 
preventing or can be preventing you from losing weight because it knows if it starts to burn some of this fat off that it's going to be releasing toxins into the body that can harm it. So it's almost like a defense mechanism for survival or at least preventing injury to the body. And once again, I've discussed this in other pod or I don't know about podcasts, but definitely within my YouTube channel of that's why when we fast and we detox, we encounter headaches, right? And, and we feel so sluggish and our body is feeling horrible because it's releasing toxins. And that's the, the real reason why, or at least that's what research shows. Do your own research. I'm just letting you know the information that I myself have discovered. You might discover something else. We all know there's two sides to, to every story. It just, it just really comes about, you know, learning as much as you can and then choosing a side. That's pretty much how it goes. So now we're going to go with plant versus animal protein. And one of the myths out there is it's complete versus incomplete protein. And when they do that, then they will say you need to start food combining, right? And this is usually going to be with the plant's proteins are usually going to be the proteins that are incomplete. But if you ever, next time you're at the grocery store, or at the grocery store, maybe at the grocery store, the supplement store, and you are looking for a protein shake, I would really encourage you to grab one of each, a whey protein and an animal protein. And once you do that, I want you to look at the amino acids in those two different proteins because that's why they say they're incomplete. They say they're incomplete because the plant protein is missing one of the amino acids. Um, and usually it's going to be the essential amino acids because there's the essential and non-essential. And the essential, if I remember correctly, are usually the ones your body cannot make and you need to get them from food. I might be incorrect on that. I didn't write that down in my notes. But look at what amino acids are in which product. And when I looked, once again, they're all there. So the only reason why they actually label it as an incomplete protein is because there is less of a certain amino acid. And that's why they say you need to combine. So it's not, in reality, it's not an incomplete protein. It just doesn't have as much of that certain amino acid. And that's why they say you need to combine proteins. And I had to grab my book real quick. So if you are combining, you know, and, and unfortunately on this one they're showing more of, they're adding some dairy in, which I don't like. Uh, but it would be rice or grains and nuts and seeds. Or you can do nuts and seeds and legumes. Or you can do grains and legumes. So once again, it's just if you're combining two, that's what's supposedly going to bring up the lacking amino acids. So when they combine those two together, the other grain or legume or whatever the plant is, is going to make up for the minimum amount of amino acid within the other one. So I hope that makes sense. 
So once again, it is not an incomplete protein. It's just lacking or doesn't have as much of a certain amino acid. And I had something else pop up in my head there, but oh, one thing that they normally say or I have heard, and of course it's usually going to be from a vegan or a vegetarian. Once again, it's, it's based on whatever sources you are looking at. They say that the plant protein is easier to digest than a whey or an animal protein. I don't know, do your own research on it. I use a plant-based protein to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, I think it's for me just because when I was consuming a lot of protein shakes when I first started exercising a long time ago, I was definitely having digestive discomfort. So, you know, flatulence and things like that, stomach cramps. So I stay away from the dairy. But once again, it's always going to be up to you. Everybody's different. If, you, if your body can handle a whey protein, then by all means, go with a whey protein. Of course, just try to look for one where it says, you know, the cow is not treated with hormones and testosterone and whatever those other substances are. It's like R, B, G, T, whatever. But once again, make sure that, you know, it's a cleaner protein. That's all I'm going to ask. Because, of course, remember, the, the supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA. Which, you know, I don't know if that's good or bad. Of course, I would assume if they become regulated, it's going to cost more for the products because now they have to go through all these testings. But once again, you know, the last year, probably two, three years ago, that Jack 3D supplement, whatever it is, it's a pre-workout. They went through, you know, a time period where they were finding illegal things in those supplements or things that were damaging people's bodies. So once again, you just have to do the research before you start doing these things and consuming these products because you never know. It's the same thing they say when they put out these new formulas for pre-workouts and and creatines and protein shakes, you know, it's, it's called pixie dusting. Well, they will actually throw steroids in these supplements at the beginning of its birth when they first put it on the shelf. So people get great results, it gets great reviews, and then once it becomes popular, they remove those things and then it's just a waste. You are no longer, nobody's going to get any more results from these products. So once again, be careful. And like I've always said, there are better things you can be spending your money on. I'm a personal trainer, so of course I'm always going to go with personal training. Or purchasing a workout program from somebody. I'm going to be working on mine soon. So once again, it's you've got better things to spend your money on than protein. You go with cleaner foods and things along those lines besides pre-workouts and, and wasting your money on that. So now we're going to go into how much protein should you be consuming? This is a big one as well, you know, and there's conflicting research out there. So once again, just like I talked about with the carbohydrates, it's going to be experimental. All right. Because we don't want to be, we all know that chicken, beef, protein, animal products are more expensive than rice and beans and grains. So you know, you don't want to be just wasting and consuming too much. 
especially since meat costs a lot of money compared to the other foods. So if you're talking to a bodybuilder, they're going to say one to one and a half grams per body pound. So if you're 175 pounds, you want 175 grams. That's what the bodybuilders are going to tell you. But like I said, you know, some research is starting to say you only need about a half of a gram to 0.75 grams per body pound. So if you're 175, you would cut it in half, right? That'd be what would that be? 70 or sorry, if you're 150, I'm gonna do something easy for me. That would be 72 and a half grams, right? So 72, that would be add 12 for uh, 84. 85 grams if you're going to be 175. 85 grams. If you're doing the point, point 0.5. If you're doing point 0.75, you're, you're more up closer to 110. Something along those lines. So once again, it's just going to be experimenting with what works for you. You can start high, and then you can slowly go down and find that sweet spot. Um, and once again, like I said, if you're when you're doing your protein count, you've got to remember if you're eating beans and you're eating rice and you're eating these other things, you need to include those grams of protein in your diet. So sometimes you might have to sit down and actually do a protein count. Maybe get uh, what's the one of those food journal apps, MyFitnessPal. There we go. That's the one I was looking for. It's the only one I know of. And type your food in and see what you're actually hitting. You might be too low, you might be too high. I want to make sure we're in that sweet spot. So there is one issue when you are consuming too much protein, and this can affect you if you're trying to lose weight. This can affect your blood sugar, and this is called gluconeogenesis. And a lot of people are going to use this to, you know, there, there's two sides of gluconeogenesis. Some will say it's when your body is not consuming enough protein, it's going to start eating your muscle. I've heard gluconeogenesis being called that. And what it is, is we got gluco, right? Glucose. So what happens is your body uses the protein to create glucose because you're not, your body's not getting enough glucose, which depending on, once again, research, is what your body needs to survive. Unless you're going ketogenic, and then that's a totally different thing, right? Um, but once again, it's if your body's not getting enough carbohydrates in your, and it's going to eat your muscle and use it for to create insulin, to create glucose. But the same thing, and I might have gotten that one wrong, but this one I know I'm going to get right. It's the same thing when you consume too much protein, your body will turn it into glucose. So if you're trying to lose weight, and you're trying to balance your blood sugar and your insulin response, and then all of a sudden you are super high in protein, and you're trying to reduce insulin, you're almost you're almost harming yourself by going too high on protein because you're going to create an insulin response. Your body can only digest and take in so much protein. After that, there's not much it can do besides use it for something else. So, of course, one of the bigger... Or the most popular diet is the Atkins diet. And this is what I'm going to end on right here. The Atkins diet is, you know, usually going to be the high protein diet. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with a high protein diet. But the the only real 
issue with the Atkins diet was is that people weren't eating enough vegetables, right? Because it's, let's go high protein and low carb. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you've got to make sure that you're getting your vegetables in and your vitamins and your minerals. And that was pretty much the, the main reason why people on the Atkins diet were becoming ill because they just thought, oh, I can just eat meat 24-7 and nothing matters. I don't have to worry about anything else. I'm just going to eat meat. And no, you still need to get your vitamins and your, and your minerals in. Um, so that's definitely something you need to be careful of. You need to eat a lot of vegetables still. Don't, just because you're going to go high protein doesn't mean you shouldn't eat your vegetables. You still need to eat your vegetables. Take a multivitamin, a multimineral, something along those lines. So there you go. We, we talked about the good and the bad when consuming animal proteins, which of course stay away from processed meat. That is my, might be where you want to go organic just because toxins are stored within the fat. And another reason why is because they say with the organic, when we are not, uh, and what organic means is it's not going to be, I should have brought this up earlier, organic means, of course, that the animal does not have pesticides or these hormones, but it means that it's not grain fed. We don't want to feed these cows grain. That's what fattens them up, right? And you've got to understand that you don't want a fattened cow, right? When someone is fat and out of shape, I've said this before, when they're fat, that's the body's warning sign that there is something wrong with you. That's why you are getting fat. That's the body's warning sign. Now, of course, the body needs fat to survive, but if you are overweight, that's your body's way of saying there's something wrong with you. And that's why I've said before, I have a buddy who's overweight, he's lost some weight. But I have a buddy who's super skinny. And just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy, right? If you are skinny, all that all that could possibly mean, if you can eat whatever you want and never gain any weight, that means that defense mechanism of, hey, I'm unhealthy, I'm going to get fat, is not working properly. That does not mean that you are in good shape or you are healthy. That just means that defense mechanism of, grow, of, of gaining weight, unwanted weight, fat, is not working, all right? So what organic also means is it is going to be grass-fed or, you know, whatever. It's going to be out eating a normal diet. Cows normally in their lifetime do not go around eating corn and rice and whatever other grains. They usually graze out in pastures, pastures, right? So if it's not grazing in a pasture and it's not eating grass and hay and weeds and whatever else grows in the prairie then it is not organic. And another reason why, and it's not a big jump, but this means that now that beef is going to have more of an omega-3 content, those healthy fats, okay? And of course, like they say, it's usually not going to be enough to give you super health benefits, but getting some omega-3s is better than if you were getting none. And then, of course, you can all go into the conversion rate of if it's a plant and it's going to be, you know, changing into the omega-3. They say, of course, that process is different than if you just eat salmon that's rich in omega-3 acids. So that conversion, they say, is, is a lot more difficult and the body absorbs less because of the conversion. But we'll get into that a little bit more when I do the podcast on eating fat or on fat in general, because like I said, we've got carbohydrates, this is protein. So there you go, those are the basics to protein. 
consumption, what to consume, how much. Atkins diet, is it good or bad? It's all there for you to use and to apply in your life, on your fitness journey. Remember, there's seasons to life, so there's going to be seasons to diet and nutrition. Just like there's going to be there's going to be seasons to prayer and growth and everything in your life. So I hope this really helps. Once again, like I've said, it's your job now to implement this, see how it works for you, experiment, and then once again, be a leader and share this information with other people. Hit the share button right now and post it to your Facebook, to your Twitter, if you thought it was something that is was useful for you. All right, Become that leader that we crave in society. When there's a season to that as well, a season to being a leader and a season to following. I just made a podcast as well on how to become a true leader. So check that one out. So once again, don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, the YouTube channel where we're talking, you know, we got spirituality on there, motivation, of course, nutrition, exercise programs, exercise finishers, exercise demonstrations, all that good stuff there for you. So subscribe to all that stuff. Don't forget to leave a review if you're on iTunes. That's going to help me greatly. Good review, bad review, either way, just give a, a review. You can always email me at trueresults303 at yahoo or at gmail.com. Don't forget to spell it correctly, T-R-U, results303. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode.